Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. At a press conference in Sacramento. Hey, can we move some of these microphones? Law enforcement gives the press conference they wanted to give 40 years ago. Let me first by saying this. The answer has always been in Sacramento. They announced the arrest of the man they suspect is one of California's most notorious criminals, who's been called the East Area Rapist and the Golden State Killer, who's said to have raped more than 50 women and killed at least 12. And it all went down in a suburb of Sacramento, starting about a week ago. During that time, we were able to surveil him. Um, We got a feel for some of his um, activities. Today, what we've learned so far about Joseph James D'Angelo. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to The Bay. It, it starts even before it starts. Alex Emsley covers criminal justice for KQED. Police say Joseph James D'Angelo was a former cop who would break into homes. He was a police officer in Exeter, which is near Visalia in that part of Southern California. Visalia from approximately 1973 to 1976. There's, there's this uh, string of cases there that, frankly, we don't know much Visalia about at this point, but which are the Visalia ransacking cases. I can then say that he... He gets a job with the Auburn Police Department, which is north of Sacramento. He was employed there from roughly uh, 1976 to 1979, uh, and when he moves to, to north of Sacramento, then that region and really suburbs in the eastern part of the city start to see these home break-ins, ransackings, turning into rapes. And then in 1978, the uh, sort of outdoors, on-the-street shooting murder of a couple who were walking their dog and came upon him in a ski mask, allegedly. The FBI put out these videos saying that Joseph James D'Angelo attacked people in the East Bay around this time. His primary entrance into a residence was by prying open doors or windows. In Oakland, in Walnut Creek, Danville. He would then get in, have a ski mask on, and often shine the light, a flashlight in the eyes of the victims. This is the beginning of a string of murders that he commits over the next 10 years that ends in Southern California. In 1986, he's accused of killing an 18-year-old girl. Um, And then... There's no other crimes that he's alleged to have committed that we know of right now. How do we know these crimes are all connected? Uh, I think it's mostly through DNA, although not all of them are are DNA related. Um, He almost always wore a ski mask. Uh, He used a specific kind of knot that that was sort of a way to tie him together into these different crimes. So what the Sacramento district attorney said today was a lot of these cases have DNA. The answer was and always was going to be in the DNA. You mentioned something that, that I find really interesting. In the mid, in the 70s, uh, Joseph James D'Angelo was a police officer, which is disturbing itself. But what else do we know 
about this man. He'd been living in a somewhat quiet, somewhat affluent part of, of Sacramento for a number of years. I mean, there's no indication that he would have ever thought that he was even close to being caught. We all knew as part of this team that we were looking for a needle in a haystack. They didn't have this guy's name on their radar until, you know, a week ago. In the last six days, and I emphasize the last six days. How he became a suspect is something that we're still kind of scratching our heads around. And the knowledge finally came to an answer in this building behind us here, our crime lab. So what do we know about the way law enforcement caught uh, Joseph James D'Angelo? We know a little bit, but it's not incredibly specific. They say emerging DNA technology led them in the direction of this suspect. You know, the DNA actually got us to a road, but the road had many destinations, possible destinations. Um, But, I mean, the sheriff of Sacramento County, um, Scott Jones, said it was kind of like they eliminated three compass directions and were pointed towards east. Uh, But nevertheless, heading east isn't really a specific thing. It was a metaphor. This was a, a true convergence of emerging technology and dogged determination by detectives. Now, what I think is interesting that they did mention is once they started to narrow down on Joseph James D'Angelo, then they were able to collect what they described as a discarded bit of DNA. We started some surveillance. We were able to get some discarded DNA, and we were able to confirm what we thought we already knew, that we had our man could be something out of somebody's trash, for instance. I mean, it's, it's hard to know. But and then that led them to, to have some more confidence that this was indeed the suspect, that that DNA profile matched DNA profiles that were collected from all these different crime scenes. In a perfectly executed arrest, my detectives arrested James Joseph D'Angelo, 72 years old, living in Citrus Heights. So what's he being charged with? The charges are still coming. And as you might imagine, I mean, with something like 50 rapes, 12 murders that we know of right now, I mean, that that whole process is going to take some time to play out. I know in Ventura County, they said they have filed a complaint um, for two murders. That was of a a judge and uh, his wife. And then in Sacramento, he's been charged with the 1978 killings of this uh, couple who were walking their dog on the street. But all of the machinations as to how and when exactly those cases are going to be filed is going to take some time because these are old cases. And then, of course, all of these different district attorneys need to figure out what's the venue here? Where are we actually going to charge this guy and try him? So I'm I'm absolutely certain there will be a trial. There remain questions, and I don't want to speak for the prosecution, but obviously there there will have to be some organization as to who who and where and and when, but I can guarantee you, I mean, in this case, um, you know, justice was delayed. Uh, It wasn't swift, but I can assure you it will be sure. The law enforcement authorities who spoke about this case um, don't have all these answers right now, in part because this moved very fast for them. This has only been a few days that they've had a break in this case and started to move. Alex, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. There's still a lot that we don't know about how authorities found him, and just about Joseph James D'Angelo himself. But there's been a lot written about the crimes. There's already been a TV series, and there's been a book, All Be Gone in the Dark. The book was written by Michelle McNamara, who was the one who started calling him the Golden State Killer. McNamara died in 2016, but her book was published posthumously this year. 
In this one part, she writes kind of to the killer directly and says, technology will catch you. Quote, you cut out when you looked over your shoulder and saw your opponents gaining on you. And she was right. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. Okay, if you like The Bay, then I know you're going to love Bay Curious from KQED. It's a podcast that answers listener questions. So that means you get to weigh in and pretty much ask anything you want about the Bay Area. We vote on it, and then Bay Curious answers your questions. Find Bay Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.